What's up, rap fans? Welcome back to the Hip Hop Enthusiast Podcast, keeping you up to date on hip hop music in 2019. I'm your host, Kyle French, and the Enthusiast. And believe it or not, we got some albums to review today, because, you know, that's uh, kind of what we do here. So we're going to attempt to peel back some layers on A Quiet Farewell 2016 to 2018 by Slauson Malone. And we'll see how Saba followed up his sensational 2018 release, Care For Me, with his new collective album, You Can't Sit With Us by Pivot Gang. Two big-name hip-hop artists dropped some exciting reveals for us this past week, hinting at new music coming potentially very soon. We'll look at who that might be and what I'm anticipating from each of them. The streets have been talking, and there are some more heat coming out again this week, so we'll have that, your Hot in the Streets song of the week. This time, it's an instant crowd pleaser, an artist looking to right his 2018 wrongs. Stick around for that, and we'll round up all the new releases in the past 10 days with new music announcements at the end of the show. For more content, follow me on Instagram at hiphopenth or on the Metabritic page where we get all our followers involved in music-related discussions and analysis. A lot of fun stuff going down over there, so go check it out. If you haven't already, become a legend and a true enthusiast of the game by subscribing on Apple and or iTunes. I'll be working the Spotify angles this week trying to get the show up there, so hopefully I'll have some good news coming soon. I'll update you about that on the next EP, but for now, let's get into this juicy one we got here. Cue the mics, drop the music. This is the Hip Hop Enthusiast Podcast. Quiet Farewell 2016 to 2018 by Slauson Malone. For those who aren't familiar with Slauson, he is a member of Standing on the Corner. He is a producer. He does not contribute vocals to his music, but he makes up for it and then some by letting the instrumentals he creates and the samples that he puts into his music do a lot of the talking for him. Slauson Malone is an alternate artist name that he goes by uh, when he releases solo material or material outside of Standing on the Corner. Both him and Standing on the Corner are part of the indie rap lo-fi scene that's been going on in New York right now, but they're probably the least hip-hop inclined artists of the bunch. This album, A Quiet Farewell, can really barely be classified by genres, and in a lot of ways, it's unfair to just call it a hip-hop album. It's borderline insulting to just be like, hey, yeah, this is just a rap album. It's a lot more than that. Uh, but however you want to categorize it, the bottom line is A Quiet Farewell is a masterwork of lofty proportions and could be the future of what we now call rap music. It's incredibly moving and contemplative. It challenges everything you thought you knew about music, whether it be sonic, structure, song titling, mixing, transitions. It's unpredictable and distorting in the best way. Uh, to me, this album sounds like the final piece of radio transmittance coming from an earth that exists post-human. Just listen to the fuzzy background tones with some of the heavy static going on. We get these abrupt transitions that just rip away the opening moments of a song you wanted to hear. These rapid cuts. Just, I mean, the way the tracks seem to unexpectedly cut out and disappear and at other times, the way two tracks seem to play at once just equally muddying each other up. To me, it really plays out like a stereo on its last legs, channeling these final moments of humanity. And after 30 minutes or so of just confusing, delirious sound collages, 
packed with fleeting moments of agony and terror and joy. We just hear two beeps and the signal is lost forever. And when I listen to this, I just envision like this old radio sitting in some awe-inspiring natural setting like the Grand Canyon or on top of some iconic mountain or something and just struggling to let this final goodbye and ode to the human race play out. The album encompasses the best and the worst of humanity and when it's over it's like the world just returns to the normalcy that existed before we all came and messed everything up. It returns to this just calm silence. Uh, the album's very apocalyptic in nature. Even the cover art, if you check that out, looks like some deadly version of a solar eclipse. It's definitely, you know, a terrifying apocalyptic aesthetic that comes out of this album. It's a deep exploration into the harsh reality of life and the loss of innocence that comes with kind of recognizing the true nature of the world. On here, Slauson tackles a lot of similar topics that guys like Mike or Medane. Earl Sweatshirt, Six Press, and others attempt to wrap their heads around. But I really do believe that A Quiet Farewell creates probably the rawest cut and deepest look into those subjects. Many rappers and vocalists from that scene, even a few that I just mentioned, show up on this project. And it was really cool to see how intensely they bought into the vision of the album. They took a backseat to the production. They took a backseat to really everything taking place. They're often just hiding underneath the mix, blurring a majority of their lyrics. You know, without a keen ear, you're not even going to recognize that Medane is on the track Trouble as he's just swallowed up by the sample and left to just drown in the background. He's barely audible and you're not really going to get any of the words he's saying and a lot of the vocalists play that role. They're just like loyal foot soldiers in Slauson Malone's mix here that kind of give us a sense of familiarity. Um, it also served to represent mankind, I think, being overwhelmed and defeated by the world as a whole. I think that was a vision uh, for what was taking place. You just look at the track, My Feet's Hurt, I Was a Fugitive, but then I realized there was nowhere I could run to. And yes, some of the song titles are basically full sentences like that one. But on that song, the only piece of you know, really clean vocals that comes through when the beat cuts away for a second is the singular phrase, whole life bad luck and I can't even figure out who's credited with these vocals or who's featured on this song it's that deep of just like a, a burial of the uh, the rappers and the singers on the project Maxo on the track smile Too is a rare moment where the vocalist actually gets the main stage and man does he deliver a tremendous verse for that track it quickly became one of my favorite songs I think it's one that a majority of people are going to be able to connect to the most on their first listen. So that was a, a really good placement for that song to kind of draw people in, even if they weren't in love with the rest of the just destruction and sonic chaos that's taking place the rest of the album. But like I said, these instances are not the primary focus. It's the genius of the instrumentation that really cannot be understated that make this album as great as it is. It's just this delirious blend of really everything. Sometimes you get aggressive, abrasive industrial sounds like the beginning of Fred Hampton's Door into Farewell Sassy or King Sisyphus of the Atlantic. But both these tracks abruptly cut out and return with just devastatingly beautiful jazz pieces and just these deep, like washed out reverb soul samples. At other points in the track list, the production's more built off 
a modernized version of rock music. And throughout the entire project, complex sampling techniques just run the show as little pieces of songs will play and then cut away. And it just blended together in this perfect mesh of sounds. And I think one of the reasons I really fell for this album is it was a perfect clashing of genres for me and where I was at like as a music listener. It just so worked out that a lot of the influences that went into this album are stuff I've been really getting into recently. I mean, I went through a big phase with Jay Dilla, uh, his album Donuts, and Since I Left You by The Avalanches. Both those artists and specifically those albums use a producing technique called Plunder Phonics, which is just where you pull prior audio samples and build these completely new tracks out of already created material. And that's just become an addiction for me over the past couple months. And you get a lot of that on A Quiet Farewell here. I've been trying to expand my ear outside of hip-hop. And Godspeed You Black Emperor is a band I've tried out and I really have enjoyed them. That seems to come up quite a bit on here as an influence. It was just a perfect storm for where I was at as a listener. My only real reservation with this album is that the final quarter of the track list slips ever so slightly. It gets a little stagnant and flatline, and the songs get a little bit longer. It's it's not really fair to say that it you know slows up or gets dull because I'm comparing it to just the rapid changes and chaos on the front end where it seemed like songs were coming and going in 10, 15 seconds. So it's still fairly you know dizzying and, and creative compared to pretty much any other rap album you're going to listen to, but compared to the front end, it, there was a noticeable drop-off at least for me and my enjoyment of the project and how much it was resonating with me. I also think a couple of the kind of bridge interlude tracks didn't add a whole lot to the album. You know, the track Euchromia, which is a short like 20 second audio clip, but it just didn't really do uh, do much for me. So a couple of those little uh, bridge pieces I wasn't a huge fan of, but I still think this is a phenomenal album. And what I was really blown away by was the close and the finish to this album. Uh, it definitely shocked me that there's no happy ending to this dense critique of kind of the evilness of humanity and the craziness of life. There's no resolution to like put your faith in at the end that's it's like gonna be all okay. It's really a movie where the villain wins and all the heroes die. It's a devastating closer to an admirably creative album and without question my favorite album of the year. Just an unreal work. Best tracks on here, I would say Smile 2, 2018 into Buy, Trouble, Fred Hampton's Door into Farewell Sassy, King Sisyphus of the Atlantic, and My Feet's Hurt, I Was a Fugitive, but then I realized there was nowhere I could run to. My least favorite tracks on here would be I Can Make You Feel Free, The Flying Africans Board Mothership Zong, and Smile 4. I would recommend this album to you if you like Mike, Jay Dilla, Earl Sweatshirt or Godspeed You Black Emperor and I'm going to give this album a 9.5 out of 10 far and away my highest rated album of the year and just the greatest composition of music I've heard in 2019 and it's not really all that close so here's two samples from the album A Quiet Farewell 2016 to 2018 by Slauson Malone this is Fred Hampton's Door into Farewell Sassy and Smile 2 
best part Life ain't been the same since Sasa died when I see it. Sometimes shit seem out of reach, but when it do, I look down. See the glass on the ring, you look close, you could really see it pass on repeat. Tracing every step back like I'm dragging my feet. You should get to know me. The devil dance, lean back in my seat. She blow a kiss and hit the side of my cheek. I wipe it off. Lipstick probably still on my skin. I'm just a victim in this world full of sin. My mother trying to keep me safe. Mama trying to keep me safe when I was eating from your beak. I knew I'd grow to fly away on my own. Always told me stay away from the stove. You lit the fire just to heat up the calm. Now I'm grown. You just heard Fred Hampton's door into Farewell, Sassy, and Smile 2, featuring Maxo from A Quiet Farewell 2016 to 2018 by Slauson Malone. If you like those two samples, you'll love the album. I would recommend anybody, any fan of any genre of music to check this album out cover to cover. It's just one of those albums that uh, has an undeniable spot in music history, in my opinion. But next up, we're talking about Pivot Gang and their new collective album, You Can't Sit With Us. This is kind of spearheaded by Saba, the biggest name in their group. He's dropped a couple albums over the past few years. In 2016, his Bucket List Project, and in 2018, Care For Me, which ended up, I believe I had it fifth on my 2019 year-end list. So something I really enjoyed, really appreciated. And so this is kind of his light follow-up. He's coming with his whole you know, associated crew, and it's not an overly serious, you know, substantial album. It's more just a bunch of guys kicking it back in the studio, having fun, getting some verses off. I mean, you can tell us, look at the track, Studio Ground Rules, where they just list off, you know, if you're going to come to our studio, don't do this, don't do that. This is how it is. This is what we do type of stuff. So they're just kind of kicking it. Um, so it's kind of, you got to put it in perspective compared to his prior albums. Alongside the headlining name of Saba, though, we do have a bunch of other members in Pivot Gang. Joseph Chilliams, MFN Mello, Squeak Pivot, Damn Damn, Freshwaters, Day Day Pivot, and Daoud. You also get a couple associate acts that are technically not part of the group, but are frequent collaborators with this group. Uh, and that would be, you know, Mick Jenkins shows up on here. Smino has a great hook on the track, Bad Boys. Gene Doe shows up. Kari Fowl shows up. So there's a lot of different names. 
a lot of different voices and uh, collaborators and artists that you're going to get a, a little piece of on this album. And as much as I wanted to keep buying into this album, it's just, just something fun. It's just something loose and casual to introduce us more in depth to the names of the Pivot Gang group. But I can't lie, I've been struggling to find, you know, more than a couple admirable qualities to hang my hat on with this new You Can't Sit With Us project. Saba is far and away the best on here. Uh, you know, his quirky flows, sometimes his herky-jerky delivery, and just his natural ability and talent as a versatile MC still does uh, shine through. He has the best verses. A lot of the times he does the best hooks. That's just the way it's going to go when you got a really top-heavy group. But the rest of the guys didn't have to slack as hard as they did. A lot of this album leans on some really shaky one-line metaphors and some really corny wordplay. And it doesn't really fully exempt Saba either. I mean, he gets on a track here and says, I got your back like Jake from State Farm, chilling, sitting in the sun like a raisin. And there's just a, an overwhelming flood of these bad lyrics that are trying to be funny and, and creative, but really just leave me rolling my eyes most of the time. And these tracks, they're, they're built around the idea that these are you know, lyrical rappers, you know, the structures of them, working in multisyllabic rhyme schemes or setting up, you know, punchlines, stuff like that. And uh, at the end of the day, they don't really say anything. And I struggled to have a lot of fun with this album. I think primarily due, well, A, to the, the poor lyrics that I mentioned earlier, but the production as well, even with a casual, loose album, somehow they still managed to come off as very lazy. Some of these tracks are just like thudding drums with hi-hats, and that is it. It never changes. It never goes anywhere. There's no other arrangements mixed into the production. It's very singular, very boring. The intro death row probably had the, the most interesting beat. It kind of had this lo-fi, almost offbeat kind of vibe going to it that I kind of messed with. Uh, but then after that, it's pretty much abandoned, and it's really basic run-of-the-mill, I'm going to make a beat in like five minutes and we're going to just spit some verses on it and call it a day. This is like a really souped-up version of if high school kids just got together and were like, yeah, let's just make like an ignorant rap album for fun. And because these guys are actually like legit, talented, professional artists, it sounds decent and not like a heaping pile of microwaved trash, but it still, at the end of the day, doesn't get far away from that original premise. There's nothing going on in this album. Nothing. Nothing at all. There's no subjects or messaging that is going to catch your eye. The production and the sonics of the album are not interesting. The personalities represented by the MCs don't really do a whole lot. They're sticking to a very simple script. Uh, Saba's the only guy that occasionally breaks that mold. Or when Smino comes on the track Bad Boys and has a pretty fun, energetic hook. Uh, the track Edward Scissorhands is almost one of those songs that is so bad, it's good. And it became one of my favorite tracks on this album because of just how laughable the things that Joseph Chilliams was saying on this track. It was damn near troll-level lyrics, but they were actually really funny. He has a line where he said, When people watch me eat food in public, it feels like an orgy. He also says, I'm trying to eat you up after I take you out like Francis Ferdinand, an incredible pre-World War II assassination reference. You, you don't get enough of those in hip-hop. 
I'm here for the historical political humor. Give me all the Francis Ferdinand punchlines. Give me some Abe Lincoln jokes, George Washington. Throw that stuff in there. You know, it would have probably been a funnier and more entertaining album if stuff like that came up as opposed to them just singing, You got me up on the late night like Colbert. Because that stuff just is not cutting it. So, yeah, Pivot Gang, I want to mess with you guys. Saba, I still love you. But this is just not a good album in too many regards at all. My favorite tracks were Bible, Carnival, where we have Sylvan LeCue actually come through and drop some bars. Uh, We have Bad Boys and Edward Scissorhands. My least favorite tracks were Clark Kent, Colbert, and Mathematics. I would recommend if you like Saba, Vic Mensa, and Dizzy Wright, but do not go into this album expecting a whole lot. Overall rating, I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10. I'll play two tracks from You Can't Sit With Us. So this is Bible and Bad Boys. Mm. Yeah, 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 hey. Inside my head, here come the loner, never chauffeur, but we're driven. Kept my instrument like I was Lisa Simpson, Luca Brasi with your hand out. Dodge with my whereabouts, they waiting for an album. Me, I cannot take a fast route. Fuck with the hood like. Grew up in the hood, right? What does it look like? Street lights off for the cop lights in there. Wealth style look a little lopsided. I just get stronger, I'm feeling like Popeye. Grew up out west, though, shout out to the south side. Gotta stay on point just like Hawkeye. Any day could be your final. What the hell do I know? I just lost some homies. Hunted down like primal motherfuck your color black, white, or albino. Only go get richer, Richie did like Lionel Pineapple, Wildwood in the bag Dollar chest they used to cross head Pour a little for the cemetery Spend a dollar and hope to get it back Money all around the Bible Treat a dollar like it with a Bible On my mama did it with a diaper Nigga dollar hand playing my role Money all around the Bible Treat a dollar like it with a Bible On my mama did it with a diaper Nigga dollar hand playing my role Money all around the Bible Treat a dollar like it with a Bible On my mama did it with a diaper Nigga Della Ham playing my role. Money all around the Michael. Treat the dollar like it with a Bible. On my mama did it with a die for. Nigga Della Ham playing my role. Low still losing they way and I help them find. I got you, church. Follow all the cracks in the road. Read all the signs and don't mistake me for your daddy. He left and you never met nobody. Laying that dick to your mama's daddy. Contemplating I get older. She ain't gon' want for no one. Pull me closer. I'm them thoughts when you get smoked. Fit the world up on your shoulder. Hard to carry. Still bear me barely breathing. Lungs wheezing. I'm reasoning enough to scream. Fuck the world till it bust. Money all around is my ego. Treat the dollar like it with a Bible. On my mama did it with a diaper. Detroit Pistons. Brand new bitch, that bitch gon' pew, 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 pew. You be think that I'm so pew, 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 pew. Push back on it like a Q-tip, come Q-tip. Disappear like when my roof, I do, roof, I do. Sure, 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 sure
these stories all before Ay, We just did a jug at what you call a show I sleep in a high tower like Steve Harvey show uh, She drop a jaw like we rob Debo mm, That's on mama's like I'm a Migo Mama, I don't need no rapper plug, no co-signer They was jumping off the porch, Coyote Road Run up back again, Fabo D4L Hey, what's happening in? Admit, I died for this shit Colin Kaepernick, book smart Boy, that hard, she still act like a ratchet shit Rapper shit, knew I had it here Soon as they had a kid, yeah Y'all know I'm me, I'm a star Dodge our beans, uh I'm the best alive, the one caught a three, uh From Chicago, though, still told car I flee Disappear, lonely to the dead, Hey, R.I.P. Brand new bitch, that bitch gon' be That was Bible and Bad Boys from Pivot Gang from their new album, You Can't Sit With Us. Not going to be one of my favorite projects of the year, but you can go check it out, especially if you liked Saba or a couple of those guys I mentioned, you know, Vic Mensa, uh, Mick Jenkins, Dizzy Wright, guys in that lane. Maybe you'll mess with it. Don't let me sway your opinion. Check it out. Uh, but two guys I do want to talk about, I mentioned this off the top of the show. We got some exciting reveals coming from one, Danny Brown, and two, Tyler, the creator. Two huge names for our generation of hip-hop music. So let's dive into what these guys revealed for us and what we can expect from them coming soon. First off, we got Danny Brown confirming an album is on its way, executive produced by Q-Tip, and that was the big surprise. For a year or so, he's been rumoring he's been working with a huge, big-name producer, a legend of the game, Everyone's been guessing who it was. I never heard anybody guess Q-Tip. He's a pretty unexpected pair with Danny Brown. You don't think, you know, the low-end theory, Midnight Marauders, would clash well with Atrocity Exhibition or XXX. The kind of chaotic drug dealer persona off-the-walls guy that Danny Brown was on those albums, you wouldn't think would uh, mesh with Q-Tip, who's more rooted in the the roots of hip-hop. He's more of an eclectic jazz soul kind of guy, whereas Danny is more abstract, more experimental, and even electronic to a degree. But I heard a snippet of uh, Danny performing one of the tracks, Best Life, off the upcoming album, which he revealed the title is You Know What I'm Saying. And it sounds like Q-Tip really had a lot of influence on where Danny Brown is going with this album. Danny actually said he didn't know what to do. He didn't know what type of music to make after he dropped Atrocity Exhibition. He needed someone to lead him. He needed someone to guide him. Q-Tip was that guy, and it sounds like it really worked out well. It sounds like a very different Danny Brown than we've heard in the past. It sounds like more of a, a conscious hip-hop-inspired album from the one snippet, this track Best Life, that he previewed at a, a live set. It still has you know, Danny's signature vocal tone and delivery that everyone loves for its kind of abstract nature. And it was hard to hear the beat well and hear his lyrics well, but it seems just more uh, mature and grown up and just sounds more like a veteran of the hip-hop genre approaching an album as opposed to, you know, Atrocity Exhibition was like a, a maniac drug addict approaching an album in a really like hazy delirious I think this album's gonna be much more straightforward much more comprehensible and likely more accessible especially for people who may not be Danny Brown fans for example I'm expecting to like this album probably more than some of his work in the past I'm not a crazy Danny Brown fan I can appreciate what he does how he approaches 
his art form, but it just hasn't been my favorite music to listen to. It's not something I find myself going back to. So I'm hoping that this gives me a better connecting point with Danny Brown. So that's kind of what I'm anticipating from him. There is no confirmed release date, but it is coming. You know what I'm saying by Danny Brown, executive produced by Q-Tip. And then the other somewhat big reveal that we don't even know if it is a reveal comes to us from Tyler, the creator. He likes to take a, a little bit of a cryptic approach to announcing new music himself, which has led a lot of people over the past two years to think something was coming when really it never materialized. Just look at his potato salad track that he released with ASAP Rocket. It seemed like there was a lot of preparation and chemistry that went into that track, and it led a lot of people to think, hey, there's a full, you know, Wang Sap collab album coming between Tyler and Rocky. And then Tyler quickly came out and was like, nah, kill that noise. That's not really going on. Would love to do it, but it's not coming. Don't get your hopes up. And he also put out songs like Okra, and I believe there was another single or two that came out in 2018 that had some people thinking a very quick follow-up to Flower Boy was imminent, but again, not the case. So here we go with our newest round of this Tyler drama as he drops just a, a 50-second video appearing to be a snippet of a forthcoming track. Again, who knows if it's an album? It could just be a single. It could just be Tyler being weird. But it's got the people going and it sounds very interesting. It sounds much edgier than what we would have heard on Flower Boy. A majority of what we can hear on this trailer is just like a buzzing electronic thick synth. And then some drums come crashing in and in the last three seconds or so of the snippet, you hear these pitched up vocals that seem to start an R&B style hook. So there's not a lot to work with, but it sounds much different from Flower Boy. I don't know if the singer at the end is Tyler in just a pitched up falsetto voice or it's someone like Pharrell or a different artist. I have no idea. I don't know what this means. It really could be anything. But hey, I want new Tyler the Creator music. So I'm going to jump on the bandwagon and say new music coming soon, probably this summer. So yeah, if it doesn't come to fruition, count me in the camp of Tyler the Creator overreactionists. But either way, it's something to keep your eye on. I would keep an eye on you know his IG profile, Twitter, and wherever you just get news, your hip-hop news in general, because something might be happening, it might be happening soon, and you do not want to miss it if it's Tyler the Creator. So for all we know, Danny and Tyler might be spicing up 2019 very soon, or it might not be for a while. Uh, we don't really know. I'll update you if we get any, you know, hard set confirmation dates. But as of now, it's just, you know what I'm saying, coming soon by Danny Brown and Q-Tip. Maybe a Tyler album. That's where we're at. So it's about that time to get into our Hot in the Streets Song of the Week segment. And we have one that is quite hot scorching hot i'll have you know this is actually coming to us from a guy who really dropped a flop of an album in 2018 if you listened to the podcast or followed me on instagram you might know i was very let down by yg's stay dangerous album last year but he's back with a couple singles he dropped stop snitching last week which is just goes ignorantly hard to me it sounds like kind of a, a three six mafia inspired trap banger but then this week he came along with a song uh, featuring Tyga and I believe a man named John Z, who I've never heard of. But it takes on an infectious like Hispanic mariachi band feel that is just awesome. And YG and Tyga are just straight chilling. The music video 
It's kind of this like grainy western footage. They're out in like a desert, bunch of you know low riders and Hispanic looking people, and you got mariachi bands playing. And they're dressed up in like traditional attire, and it's hilarious. It's awesome. The track is a whole vibe. It's a lot of fun, and it kind of actually reminds me of Old Town Road by Lil Nas X because the way he kind of hilariously blended trap music and country. And in this situation, YG and Tiger are, are kind of hilariously blending trap music with traditional Hispanic, like mariachi band type stuff. You got acoustic string guitars and trumpets and sombreros and just a, an awesome music video and a song that has just been stuck in my head. And there's no other way to describe it. It's hot, it's hot in the streets, and it is your Hot in the Streets song of the week. So here is Go Loco by YG featuring Tyga and John Z. No sé dónde vi. Mau. Bitch, go loco. Go loco. Aria, Aria, Maria. Slide on a nigga with the fofo. Yeah, the fofo. Slide, the fofo. My bitch, so loco. Go loco. Go loco. Go loco. She bust that ass like a lolo. Pull that track off for show. For show, show. For show, show. For show, show. I like it when you touch the flow. Get low, low. Get low, low. Get Call me for dick, not Geico. Not Geico. Call my phone when you're horny. Hey, mama, see the hay, mama, see the hay. Drip too hard, don't drown on this way. She told me the handcuff will give her no escape. Bad little hyena. Put that behave. Red lipstick, black outline on it. You be leaving clues when we fucking and you blowing. You want a real nigga who got real shit in motion? I want me a Wilhelmina bitch to bust it open. My bitch go loco, go loco. Maria, Maria, Maria. Slide on a nigga with the fofo. Yeah, the fofo. Slide, slide, fofo. My bitch so loco, go loco, go loco. She bust that ass like a lolo. I'm a badass mofo. She wanna get wife, that's a no no. That's a no no. Big no no. Big no. I don't need the police at my front door. No popo. No popo. I'm a house party going till six um. My cup got lipstick on it. Bitches wanna put their lips on it. And a sweet wanna lick on it. Wanna taste it up like a strawberry. Ice in your mouth, let it melt like Ben and Jerry. That tongue so fire, fire. She want me to herself, said it's all mine. Left out of town, said I'm always on your mind. You don't wanna fly alone next time. Can I come? My bitch go loco. That's your Hot in the Streets song of the week, Go Loco by YG featuring Tyga and John Z. And I want to hear nobody tell me that song doesn't go hard. That song goes right there. So we're coming to an end on the Hip Hop Enthusiast podcast today. We just got one more segment to get to. And that's our new music announcement segment where we run through all the hip hop releases you need to know about over the past 10 days. So let's run it back to April 26th, last Friday. We got Crash Talk by Schoolboy Q, Arizona Baby by Kevin Abstract, 
both of which I'll be talking about on next week's episode. We also got Anger Management by Rico Nasty and Kenny Beats, Pills and Needles by The Opioid Era. I hope you guys remember. If you haven't heard the interview yet, run it back a few episodes. I had the guys on the show, all three members of The Opioid Era, to talk about you know their movement, what they're doing with hip-hop. They previewed this new album, Pills and Needles. It's finally here, and it's everything I was hoping for and then some, so definitely go check that out. We also got Big Fly 420 EP by Big Kahuna and Fly Anakin and Return of the SP-1200 by Pete Rock. Then, just yesterday, May 3rd, we got Trap Star Turned Pop Star by PNB Rock, Blow the Movie by Hoodrich Pablo Juan, El Shivo by Burner, and SP the Goat Ghost of All Time by Styles P. Not the greatest Friday music drops you're ever going to hear, but it is diverse and, and maybe you'll find something that you mess with. So never sleep on a New Music Friday, I guess is what I'm saying. But that's what we got for New Music Announcements. So that is a wrap for the Hip Hop Enthusiast Podcast. Thank you for sticking around, sticking with me. Hopefully you heard some new music that you liked. Hopefully you find some new stuff to check out. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to hit that subscribe button. You can also follow me on Instagram at hiphopenth. And that's a wrap. So I'll see you guys next week with reviews for the new Schoolboy Q and Kevin Abstract albums and all our regularly scheduled segments. So I'll catch you then. Peace.